Hey everybody, welcome to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm a representative for Voss, Norwegian artesian water. Known as? Don't worry about it. What's your name? I don't know. Voss. I legally changed my name to Voss to support Voss as a spokesperson. <laughs> I'm joined Voss. today with Matt Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been here, so I had to be a pain in the ass it at has, the beginning. It has been a while, hasn't yeah, it? It has, but When's, it's good to... Look at this place, man. Yep, you're, and that's what I was going to say. We're uh, recording from... Bullhucker Studio. Is that what you call it? I'm going to call it Bullhucker Studio. I dig that. Bullhucker Studio. Yeah. We're here. You know, the long drive up your, your driveway to the mansion that this is in, mm-hmm. it was just a beautiful sunset. I mean, this is this is a wonderful space to be in. The Isn't but, it crazy? The butler stopped you, though, right? And offered he, you a water? He did. There was the, the gardener first. Um, he went at my tires with, uh, you know, his, his snippers. I don't yeah. know what you call yeah, those. Yeah. Um, snippers. Snippers. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. technical term. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it was, you know, they did a blood test and took my social security number and then let me in. I just wanted to ensure he did offer you a Voss water though right he did not i am here he today you supporting aquafina? we need to aquafina. talk to that butler but before we start we have a guest today <laughs> we do have a guest that, and i take oh, that who it is? The, yes 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 please by all means <laughs> we have randy chungus in the studio with us uh randy thanks so much for being here i'm i'm really happy to be here and representing the uh, chungus family this, this is, is great this is a lifelong goal of ours big chungus in the house <laughs> So we have a guest today. I know, I'm ruining everything from the top. I'll, no, that's cool. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. Oh, yeah. Hit me. Hit me. We're going to cut it and start again? No, no, no. Just keep it in. This is the best part. <laughs> we do have a guest today. Our guest today is Mr. Andrew Steve up in the house. What? What? Andrew, it's good to see you, man. Yeah, it's great to be here. You know, I'm glad this is this is probably going to be your last episode. I don't know. Is the FCC, do they regulate podcasts? They do not. Oh, good. Well, because they would have shut you down. Oh, me, so. oh, oh, Andrew. <laughs> I you almost called me Randy there, huh? Oh, Randrew. The chunkster. Um, no, uh, I got to tell you, there's probably seven or eight podcasts that we've done that uh, if they were going to shut us down, they would have shut they us down. Shut down. Would, yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. To yeah. where I kind of winced when I was editing, like, ooh, should that stay in? But of course it stays in. It's got to stay in. I don't, edit, I don't uh, censor anybody, but I do edit. No oh, good. If people want, you know, if you want, I had if a, you want, I had uh, one guy who was a teacher uh, who had uh, told us about a acid trip, and so on the way home, he's like uh, called me and says, "Hey, can you take that story out?" I go, "Of course I can, buddy." You know, it's, like, it's a fantastic story. So, but real quick, uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What this podcast is, it's a podcast we're bringing on a guest today is Andrew Steve or Randy Chungus. Randy like, that Chungus, Randrew Chungus. That's a porn name, from what I understand. Really weird. But uh, what he's going to do, he's going to tell three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker: only two of these stories are true. One's either made up. Halfway made up or a borrowed story. Now, Andrew, without going into great detail to give it away, what was it? Is it a story that you made up all the way? Is it part true, part false, or is it borrowed? I, it is completely false. Whoa. You made it up all the way. False. Wow. On the way here, I was Ooh. like, you know, I probably <laughs> should practice this. Um, I'm glad you prepared. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, I am, you know, method. Method <laughs> you are method out. This is awesome. You're also the chamber of direct, the director of the Chamber of Commerce in Fort Morgan, Colorado. Right? He nailed it. For at least a week and a half now, yeah. um, I am on my way out. I'll be moving uh, down to where the teeth are sparse and the truck tires are big. Uh, the state of Alabama is now where I will call home. Uh, Going to go down there, and I'm the director of membership and marketing for a chamber in Wetumpka, Alabama. In what Alabama? Exactly. Watumka. Watch Watumka. your mouth. You don't know Watumka? Watumka. First city that got the HG. That's yeah, no, right. Because they, they like their downtown burned down at one point in time. Uh, or something, no, right? no, no. They had a tornado go tornado. through them. Oh, a natural disaster. Um, yeah. And if they like disasters, they've hired the right guy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Randy Chungus. Uh, Randy Chungus. Reporting for duty. <laughs> I don't know that new Colorado boy that Randy Chungus doing the <laughs> pornography. I don't know if I'd watch that, Clam. Yeah. You know, uh... We'll see if I can. I might just quit brushing my teeth altogether, yeah. and um, I'll see if I can get a cousin to move down with me. Maybe well, I love know. the idea. You're not even there yet, and I want. I so badly want some of them to watch this. To me. <laughs> you're talking about they, they know amazing. nothing of me, and they're just like, they'll this never guy, see this. this yeah, where, the, where the teeth are sparse <laughs> and the tires are big. Take me down to the Paradise City. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> uh, <laughs> as you can't figure out why people keep smiling at you to show you they do have teeth. Right, that's and, exactly you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> It's an aggression tactic, is what it will be. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Because we're huge in Watamucca, Alabama, whatever yes. it is. <laughs> Thank you for watching, everybody, in Watamucca. <laughs> we appreciate you. There's that show where they tell the stories, but one of them's a liar, and we never can't guess there, Clem. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Why are they always Clem? Clem. 
that's a is good. there are there a lot of Clems in the South? Is I that think a thing? So. Is he there now? Brother, no, yeah, brother. I, think you, brother. I didn't know. I was just asking. I don't. I, think, I, I figured it'd be Clem, a lot of like Daryls. Daryl, definitely like some Daryls. Daryl's a good one. Yeah, Leroy's good. Leroy's a borderline. That could go somewhere else too. John Boy. John. There's definitely a lot of John. A lot of boys. There's a lot of first and middle names being said together. That's what that is. Yeah, James Cameron. Oh, is he from Alabama? No, but oh. it just sounded like a good name. So how did you come across that job? Is it because of HDTV? It is. So uh, for those unfamiliar, I spent you know the better part of uh, 2022 facilitating uh, Hometown Takeover Season 2 in Fort Morgan, Colorado. It was right. an amazing experience. Um, learned a lot about the uh, television industry and um, home improvement shows. And um, it really just gave me a, an awesome platform to do what I love, which is community development. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great to meet a bunch of people and, uh, be open to the world around me. And, uh, through that, I met the folks, the good people in, uh, Wetamucca and uh, a lot of Wapa. <laughs> no, and in, in Wetumpka and they, uh, you know, they liked what they saw and they've asked me to come down and, uh, be a part of what they've got going on down there. So right. excited to go give it a shot. Yeah. Right. yeah. Cause you really turned four Morgan around, right? You, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to credit myself humbly and say I did some good things there. Um, come and, on. uh, yeah, no, you know, the, the organization I work for currently it was it was a wreck when i started uh, it was 25 years just a sinking ship yeah. um and so really proud to be leaving that in, in really good good condition you know yeah. i don't know what the future holds for that for the fort morgan chamber but i know that i did what i could to bring it back up and uh you know we we no longer have any debts we've grown our membership we've got uh good money in reserves and uh we we have great relationships with the businesses in our community so um, if nothing else, we've we've got a good track record at least over the last two years. You know that's where we our our town, the brush also has that in common. We actually have a, a chamber director who has turned things around quite a bit. He's done a good job. So. He has. Yeah. No. You know what? It's it's actually me and Matt started just a couple months uh, different from each other in these chamber roles and. Uh, Definitely, he has been a, a great support conduit and somebody I can turn to. You know, I, I'm a staff of one, and, and Matt is a staff of one and a half. And Natalie is a. I didn't say that. She is kick ass. Well, she only works part time. I'm right. the half. Yeah, Matt's the half. Um, <laughs> and no, you know, they're just they're great people, and uh, it's when you don't have coworkers, it's good to have people to go and bitch to when you have problems and just need to need to vent a little bit. So, yeah. um, they're also great collaborators, and it's been great to work with Brush on the things we've been able to do Thanks, since I've man. been here. So, yeah. one of my favorite. Favorite, and I, if I go wax poetic for a second, because we're being serious, and I actually like that. It's rare for me to yeah. take things serious. But uh, I still remember, gosh, I was still living in the house in Hill Rose. And you and I, I, I called you for something specific. And it turned into like a two-hour, some-on-long conversation of philosophies for 501c6s, 501c3s, how to run a nonprofit, giving back in community. <laughs> I mean, it's like a zillion topics. That was one of my favorite discussions I've had with any community member in Morgan County as a whole was somebody who uh, was experiencing very similar things to what I was experiencing, tackling a different set of problems from that perspective, but sharing what you experienced and the successes that you achieved in that conversation stuck with me even to today. And I'm I hope I hope um, when you're in (laughs) Wadabapa that you will stay in touch with us so we can hear about your successes out there and continue to learn from you man, because you are a fountain of fun of knowledge about what you do well i appreciate that yeah you know um i think that was one of many two hour <laughs> conversations that we've had yeah um and and yeah you know there's definitely people keep asking you know what are you what are you going to miss most when you leave and it's it's really hard to pinpoint um i don't think it's not necessarily the job you do or the building you work in it's the people you work with yeah and that's always the hardest part and that's sure. uh i think that will continue to be the the thing that will make me look back and be like man you know fort morgan is my hometown morgan county is where i'm from my mom's yeah. from brush you know because not everybody can be from fort morgan right. <laughs> and uh right. No, and and you know, so this this will always be my hometown. These will always be my people, and excited to stay in touch and continue to work with with people in this this part of Colorado. Who is your mom, by the way? Oh, I don't know if I should say that. Um, <laughs> no, no, well, no, 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 no. I don't like the way you said it <laughs> yeah. either. I'm, Who I, is your mom? I grew, by the way. I grew up with a lot of Steves. That's oh why yeah, I'm yeah. Oh no, no. That's my, why my mom asking. is actually not a Steve by birth, but by marriage. Um, <laughs> you know, I know I am moving to Alabama. And <laughs> I have the same last name. Yeah, yeah. Um, you no, just... my my mom is actually her last name is Houghton. Um, okay. She, her, and her sisters grew up here in the the great town of Brush, Colorado, and um, as we refer to them, they are them damn Houghtons. 
Um, so yeah, you wouldn't tell looking at me, but I come from a family of professional jockeys. Um, and that is not a joke. <laughs> I, uh, How did the breeding in that work where um, you have like a five, six grandma, dad or something? Grandma and got then... grandpa confused with a horse. And oh, here I am. No. I was going to say the jockey was riding. It got bumped a little too yeah, hard. And shit. Fly no, me no. to the moon. So you like racing Clydesdales or like that's that, amazing. That's what we call it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. In the so, industry, Randy Chungus. Yeah, in Randy Chungus. Uh, yeah, yeah they, he is the Clydesdale <laughs> among uh, ponies. Um, <laughs> no, no. So, you know, any of the Steves you might have grew up with, uh, yeah, we're all related. Um, that's, you know, there's not a lot of us, mm. but uh, we might not know each other, but there, in some way far back we are related. Right. So my, my cool. great-grandpa actually came out to Sterling uh, in the early 1900s and decided that beet farming was where it was at. That's, so that's awesome. What, that's what we did. Very yeah, him, cool. his brother, and his sister. So we're all distantly related. Right. <laughs> yeah. Any fear with moving to Alabama? No. You know, I, I own a banjo. Um, so I think <laughs> I've, I really – and that is a true statement. I So I've got, <laughs> I've got the ball rolling. Um, no, I'm excited. You know, yeah. I think the only thing I'm worried about is the excessive humidity. Oh, dude, oh, that's um, going to be awful. You're already practicing. Yeah, I've got shorts on today. Yep. Uh, I already sweat like it is. So yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping that I, I'm just going to sweat off um, all my weight, and uh, then I'll just be Randy Chungy, you know, the smaller <laughs> himself. Um, so that's that's the goal. Um, so you're always big in our hearts, Randy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Can you put that up here? You need a mural that's yeah. <laughs> in our hearts, Randy Chungus? Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> But then I think they're going to get confused with the memorial. I think you died. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that. We ain't seen Chungus in a while. I haven't seen no big old Chungus. a box of his teeth. I saw skinny Chungus. I haven't seen no big Chungus. Went to the South, got on the methamphetamines, lost all his weight. Hey, we even think about that. Sweat and meth, dude. You're going to rock it. Sweat and meth, which leads me into my first story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you ready to tell some stories? Yeah, why not? Let's Uh, get to it. Matthew, when was the last time you were on the podcast? Do you remember? It's been a long time. Um, I think it. Might have been Madeline. Yes, Hagen yes, you're right. Yeah, Madeline and last, um, uh, Megan. Megan Orca. Yes, 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 that was the last time. It was upstairs. Yes, before the studio existed downstairs. Mm, right. So yeah, it's been a minute. That's crazy. Yeah, you were telling, you were talking real quick about the nostalgia. You're gonna miss the. Uh, it's still gonna be here. We're still gonna travel. No, I know. It, it, it. Okay. First and foremost, I. You know me. I support the hell out of you, dude. I love what you do, and uh, I got to see it from its infancy. Actually, before that, when you were like, D- "Is this a good idea? Should yeah. I even do this?" I, he's one of the ones I did talk to and, first. It was crazy. And I, I. You know, it's an honor to be approached in those situations when you have somebody who has a vision and like the drive in someone like him. Is it going to work? Yeah. You love doing it. And you're really good at it. Of course it's going to work. And I'll just say, look at it now, is you went from traveling white uh, table podcast guy to freaking Joe Rogan studio. He's got his face on a table. I'm That's saying. True. That's so, true. Like, this is elevated game. And I am so proud of what you've been able thank to achieve, you, dude. No, I'm excited for this. It's going to be awesome. And I do have to say one thank you to the Brush Emporium for giving me the opportunity to have the space yeah, to shout do out. this podcast. They've been so awesome about it all. Uh, when I approached them about it, like let's let's work out a deal. Yeah, uh, they were, I mean, amazing about it. I, you know, the deal they gave me, it's not even a deal for them or for me. It's, it is a deal for me, not for them. They, uh, I was gonna get it right in the first ten tries. <laughs> He's um, working on it. Yeah, but I mean, they were just so generous. They've been just amazingly generous. So I do want to say, if you haven't checked out Brush Emporium, please come down here, two ten Clayton Street. Uh, they are the ultimate people who support local business. Yeah, uh, there's nothing but local business upstairs. Uh, they, from everything from from uh, you're gonna name dog, all the things yeah, you want yeah. me to save you. I, I don't know where you want to start. There's so many items that you can purchase now. Uh, 3D printed toys, hot sauce, boots. There's interesting uh, trinkets, noodles. art. There's noodles. There's our no- where are the noodles at? Right, right in front of the. Uh, <laughs> Randy, Catherine will show you. Oh the God, I no, see no, that like really that. Noodles. Yeah, there is. Oh yeah, there is noodles. There's, I forgot. Okay, I would have, I would call them pasta. That's oh, my bad. No. I was thinking like. Sorry, Mister Voswater. Yeah, yeah, Voss. yeah, yeah. Uh, The Bullhucker Podcast brought to you by Voss Norwegian Artesian Water. <laughs> uh, it's a, quite an amazing place, and I'm I'm really happy that they moved into this space because yeah. it's exploded. And the pizza and kick yeah, ass. that's what I was going to say. I don't know how you will get anything done down oh. here. It smells like pizza. It's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm hungry. I might float. Dude, they're going to get ice cream. They're going to get ice cream. I'm going to be like 800 pounds. I'm going to have to move down to Wedjibana and <laughs> sweat off the 
all the fat I gained. Every day after work, I'd come down here and work on this a little more. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it just little by little. But I'd walk by and like, give me, give me some breadsticks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give me some breadsticks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like gums and forever. Do you guys spill any marinara sauce I could lick yeah. up? Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we got some burned ones, fat boy. Dance, dance. So, <laughs> all right. We're going to tell some stories. Matt, you want to read them off I for us? I would love to read them off. <clears throat> <clears throat> Large pizza. Okay, got it. Uh, large pizza, extra meth. <laughs> nice. My St. Louis arch, alarmed by a little person. You know, I gotta tell you, Andrew. Uh, I don't know how. Have you had a chance to watch any of these by chance? I, I've watched bits and pieces, but I've yeah, never, I, I've never watched an episode. What the hell? Yeah, you're a little... Well, usually it's like I'm in the middle of the work day and I like see something come on Facebook and I should be working and I'm like, oh, I'll Cut. watch this. Yeah. And then I'm like trying to work and watch. I'm yeah, like, you're cool. All right, I really should work. You yeah, know? yeah, you don't Make support sure. us. It's fine. Just, just come out and say it. Bull hucker, <laughs> your work distraction. <laughs> Uh, I gotta tell you, I ask you that because I'm a sucker for uh, great titles, man. So these oh, are good. I like them a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, Matt, it's been so long since you've been here. Why don't you? Uh, I get to pick first. Yeah, you pick first. Okay. So I don't know which one, uh, you. Larry has a. Uh, I was gonna call it a trope. It's not a trope, but a, a commonality in that he always likes to pick his favorite story last. And usually, I can tell what I think his favorite story is gonna be. I don't know on this one what your favorite story is. <laughs> hmm. So I'm going to go with the one that I'd love to hear is Alarmed by a Little Person. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go way back in time. This is where the screen would get all wavy in a movie. Yes. Doodle, so, doodle, doodle, yeah. Doodle. Yeah. What the so, hell is that? Third grade. Wayne's World. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I do. World. I know that reference. Yeah. Do you though? No. All right. So I was in third grade and uh, I had this buddy. His name was Aaron. Aaron was uh, a very complex individual. Um, you know, first time I hung out with him, uh, I was supposed to walk home. He, he lived on the walk home. We He's like, let's go sledding. Uh, I stayed out three hours after I was supposed to be home and uh, got my ass whooped because from by my parents. You know, they're like, what the hell? Where were you at? I, my mom dropped her cell phone in the snow. It was this whole thing. I digress. Anyway, Aaron was complex. Uh, his dad was a crossdresser. His mom... Um, was a banker, uh, you know, as most crossdressers' wives are. And uh, anyways, end of third grade, where it was the day before the last day of school, and we're, you know, we're always getting into shenanigans, walking home from school, and uh, we had to cross Platte Avenue in Fort Morgan. And uh, you guys know Fort Morgan, Platte Avenue. That's a, it's 34. Yeah, Highway yeah, 34. Yeah, yep, yeah, it's yeah, a big yeah. road for a third grader. I was a pretty big third grader, but it's still a big road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're, you know, we're screwing around. And we come upon, there's this big dirt pile next to this little office uh, strip, and um, I don't even know what our eyes peered at. There was a, uh, a little key fob. And I'm like, all right, what are we, what are we going to do? So we pick up the key fob. And we're going to be honest, boys. We're going to turn this in. We need to figure out which car this goes to. So the first thing you do is let's set off the alarm. Well, there's this nice uh, Toyota 4Runner. And it's, it's uh, you know, state of the art. It's got all the nooks and not nooks and crannies. It's got nooks and crannies, it's but it's all and bells and, and whistles there as well. And, uh, you know, so we... we jump down behind a sign and we're watching you know we're okay who's gonna come out and this guy comes out and he's looking around confused and he turns his alarm off so we hit it again we're, we're starting to have some fun with it and he comes out and he's like all right what the hell you know is there people messing with my car what's going on we're hiding on the other side of a sign and uh you, you know this it's uh <laughs> it's mark huff do you guys know mark huff edward uh, jones insurance uh, yes. oh, insurance yeah, yeah. edward jones agent so he's yes. coming, you know mark's coming out <laughs> What the hell is going on? Well, you know, bells and whistles. You could roll down the windows on this car from the key fob. So next thing we roll down on the windows. And then we set the car alarm off. And he's coming out. He's like, what the hell? is This guy's getting mad. He's getting pissed. And and then we're opening the trunk. We're unlocking the car. You know, we're doing all this stuff. The car is just going crazy. And we're having a hell of a time. We're sitting on the other side of the sign. We're laughing. You know, we we haven't got caught yet. Mark's looking around. He's getting kind of pissed off. He's like, maybe I need to leave. You know, he gets in his car. He's trying to, he starts it for a while. We're, We're playing the long game. We're waiting. We hit, as soon as he gets in the door. Hit the car alarm, right? Okay, we're going to wait a little bit. You know, we were, we're taking up our time. We're having a good time with this. Well, across the street from Mark's office is a, a tattoo shop. And there's these two guys outside. There's this, this very large gentleman, big guy, and he's sitting out there. He's fiddling with his tattoo gun. I think he was taking it apart. Something was wrong with it. He's doing something. Right. And uh, with him is his uh, vertically challenged friend. Um, and and they're, they're sitting there, and they, they catch us. They watch us. They see what we're doing. And so... You know, we're thinking, okay, the jig is up. We've done this. We've done it about 20 minutes. We we better stop. And uh, one more time. We're going to do it one more time. You know, you hit the button. And uh, 
we were caught. These guys across the street, the tattoo shop, start yelling at us across the street. They're trying to get the guy's attention whose car it is. He's yelling. And it's like, oh, God, I was terrified. So we we book it. We toss the key fob back into the dirt pile, and we start running. And fast after us comes the uh, the little person, the midget that works <laughs> at the tattoo shop. And, and you'd think that is, you know, this big guy behind him. He's got a big beard, very intimidating tattoos. You know, that's like that's scary to a third grader. No, we were not scared of this guy. This this little person is he's just bolting. And you know, their legs when they're running, they don't bend their legs. They kinda of wobble a they little bit. Like yeah, the, yeah. You know, like a cartoon character. Yeah. We get to the crosswalk and the school crossing guards over there. And we, you know, we're we've got time. He's short. He's not making it far behind us. And we're hitting the button, you know, we're trying to get away from him. and it's you know, he's catching up to us and I you know, I'm not good with getting in trouble, so I lose it, and I'm bawling my eyes out. I am crying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty terrifying, honestly. I'm still, you know, wake up at night with a cold sweat about getting chased by this midget down the road and his his big friend with his screwdriver and his tattoo gun. You know, it was, it was pretty intimidating, and uh, we uh, fortunately made it away. We ran, right? We get home. And, uh, you know, we <laughs> he goes to his house. I go to mine. You know, don't think of it. Next day is the last day of school, and uh, we we uh, we're gonna go have a pool party. My parents had set up. We had an above ground pool. There's a big group of us. We're walking by, and uh, same route every day. So there's the tattoo shop, and I'm just nervous. I'm freaking out, you know. And we made it home. No, nothing's wrong. We're good. I'm in the clear, and the fo- the home phone rings, and it's my parents. They're at work, and uh, my mom says. Where you at? I'm so, well, you know, we're just getting ready. I'm at home. We're getting ready to swim. And oh, well, why don't you walk down to the store? We need to talk. And I'm just like, oh shit, you know what? What did I do? And um, those damn mountains get mad over. Those damn mountains, they really do them damn mountains. So yeah. you know, I I get to the store and um, my my dad and my mom are there and they say, go ahead and take a seat. And I'm just like, my parents are never this cool and calm. You know, I am freaking out. I'm like, oh. What happened? Somebody must be dead. You know, that's that's the only real thought. Uh, so take my seat. My parents just start they start quizzing me about what you do after school yesterday. What happened? And I just like, oh, you know, I I was screwed. So I was just like, well, we were we were walking home and we got we found something. Yeah, what'd you do with it? Well, we were we we're trying to find what car it went to. Oh yeah, did you find what car it went to? Yeah. Um, what did you give him his keys? Oh no, we had to leave. <laughs> you know, we're just yeah, coming yeah. up with an excuse. And uh, my dad says, well, Mark called, he, you know, and, and and that's the thing. When you live in a small town, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, so, of yeah, course, yeah. you know, that's the only way it got caught. And uh, he, he wanted to make sure you were okay. He said you were pretty shook up. You were crying. You were shaking. You had snot dripping down your face. And I'm just, like, pretty embarrassed, right? You want to be this macho third grader? And um, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of shaking. I'm getting real nervous. What are they going to do? What, what kind of trouble am I going to get into? And... Uh, Dad says, well, the guy you pissed off is here. And I'm like, oh, you know, is Mark, is Mark there? And he goes, he's he's in the back. Let's go talk to him. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And uh, he said, there's a little guy back here that wants to, <laughs> has a bone to pick. And I just, I break down again. I'm just crying, you know. And, and my parents just bust out laughing. They're making fun of me. There's no guy in the back. They, they thought it was the funniest thing you know that you're scared of a little person and you know they've they've held it against me ever since um it's a story that gets told often when our family gets together and uh you know it's just some childhood innocence we had some fun and um interestingly enough i'm really good friends with uh, mark huff's daughter and uh abby that that abby mm-hmm. and uh coincidentally it's a story they tell every time their family gets together really? so uh the time that they mark watched andrew get chased by a midget Love and it. um <laughs> yeah so you know the guy um i've outlived the uh the midget that chased me and uh i have no fear now so i have no fear i have now. no fear you know it's it's just some some childhood trauma and um i do wince every time i see a little person now just a little bit um, <laughs> Jesus. and i don't know if i'd ever want to get a tattoo either so <laughs> there's a phobia about little people too, isn't there? there I believe is. there's a phobia. I, there really? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The people that are scared of little people. Yeah, I think wow. Randy, Randy Newman has that because he wrote that song. That short, short people oh. got no reason yeah. to live. That's a really good Randy Newman impression. <laughs> that little hands. It's such a good song. Uh, do you yeah. know Mark Huff? Are you? I don't. I don't know the Huffs. Yeah. Uh, do you have the body firm? Occasionally. The yeah. Paula, the owner. Yeah. That's her husband. Yeah. Oh. I did not know about Mark. Is he's nearly deaf in his left yep. ear. 
I did not realize that back when I first started going to the body for many, many moons ago, uh, I sat down next to him and just started talking to him and just ignored me. And I thought, wow, what an asshole. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and Paula teases me about this to this day. I told her, uh, and I love Paula. I always have. She's going to get on this podcast if I have to drag her on this podcast. Yes, Paula, <clears throat> get in here. Um, I'm going to send Andrew after you. And anyway, because you're, you're, yeah, you're not a midget. You're not a midget. You're a grown-ass <laughs> woman, so he's, there's no fear there. Uh, but I told Paula, I go, I got to tell you, Mark's your husband. Is, yeah, yeah. Kind of a dick. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I was talking to him, you know, and he just ignore me like I did. <laughs> and she goes, uh, what what side were you on, Larry? I go, be on his left side. She's like, he's deaf in that ear. And I felt, <laughs> speaking of little people, this tall. You know, <laughs> so, you know I, I, I've heard that's pretty common with Mark, that people right. think he's kind of standoffish. Yeah. Because, hey, Mark, how's it going? You're walking through the store. <laughs> you know, just keep going. He yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> but, the, but the best dude alive, man. Yeah, that's super awesome. guy. Super great guy. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Um, once you once you know he's not ignoring you, he just can't hear you on that side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I'm I'm glad he had some. He he could tell I was pretty upset. He could tell I was scared of that that little guy out there, and uh, wanted to call and make sure I was okay. And you know, my parents remedied. They had a bag of French fries in the back. Uh, they said, "Go home, go swim." Um, so I got some. You know, as a as a fat kid in heaven, you know, McDonald's French fries. Got to go swim in. Wasn't really in trouble, although. Uh, continue to be tormented about that the rest of my life. Yeah. So Houtons are just mean people. Yeah, yeah, they are. Them, them damn Houtons. Houtons are just mean as shit. That is accurate. Very, very accurate. <laughs> the Houtons and McCoys. That's what you're. That's what's going to be in the, the South, my friend. So, what do you think about that story, Matt? You know, it's it seems such an like an ingrained family story that I'm yeah. hard pressed to say it's a lie. But yeah. at the same time, that's the perfect way to mm-hmm. trick us into mm-hmm. thinking. It's not a lie. And so I, I, I think this one's true. I think this is true thus far. I'm leaning the same way you are. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I've lost the last two episodes because they had poop stories that I didn't catch. I love a good poop story, and I would always bite on it. <laughs> I, mean, I should have said the midget shit himself. Oh, shit then himself. I, I would have absolutely <laughs> said that was true. That's so, true. <laughs> or yeah. I shit myself. Um. That, was, that was a great story, and I do like those stories, especially if it's a family Rogering, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. just—it's—it's it's something they're never gonna let you live down, no. right? No, there's ton of, tons of those. I mean, I'm, I'm a walking like cliche and just one big joke, really. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, who you talking to? <laughs> uh, my mom, for some reason, in her mind, thinks I stole her uh, Reba McIntyre CD at one point in time. <laughs> I don't know why she thinks that. You I have, strike me as a Reba fan. I, I, I do like Reba. Hiding it. I know. I've seen it. But anyway, she she like accuses me of it, and then we laugh, and then it gets heated. Like she's still pissed off about this thirteen dollars seat. So, yeah, I, did I, you uh, take it? I don't think I did. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What I've kind been, of answer is that? I've done a lot of drinking in my life. I don't think I stole your Reba McIntyre. Well, I don't CD. say that. I tell her straight up, I did not steal your Reba McIntyre. But she CD. watches this. She just heard you say, "I think." I know. She's gonna accuse me of it anyway. So. It doesn't <laughs> Are you saying you were drunk when you stole it? That's uh, even better. Maybe. When you you're drunk, you, you can't be charged with crimes, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I might have stole silver from her, too. Who knows? Anyway, that's a, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. So that was a great story, but I really enjoyed it. So uh, that was uh, alarmed by a little person. We got two more. We have My St. Louis Art and Large Pizza Extra Meth. Uh, I, I, like Matt says, I love to. The, the, there's one I always want to hear the most, so we're going to listen to it last. So instead, let's listen to My St. Louis Art. <laughs> So, you guys, I have a friend that moved out to uh, Missouri a couple of years ago. Do you know Jamie Pokoris? Yes. So, Jamie moved out there a couple of years ago. and What's up, um, Jamie? You might, hey, Jamie. I don't know. You might be at a club. Both redheads. So, it's possible. We you don't were, all know each other. That's racist. I think you do. And I'm offended. <laughs> and her. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We don't all look alike. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you, very womanly figures. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Randy, can you not? <laughs> All right, all right. So Jamie moved to Missouri, uh, back back to her home, um, which I would almost argue is more backwoods than where I am headed in Alabama. Wow. Um, Missouri is an interesting place. Very, very strange. Um, be- beautiful countryside, but uh, anyway. So past past couple years at Christmas time, I get two weeks off, and um, me and my friend Amy, we load up the car and we drive out to Missouri to spend the holiday with her, and. Um, you know, we we do some sightseeing around Missouri. We go to the casinos, um, did a riverboat casino. I mean, there's some cool stuff. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good time. Just kind of chill. Jamie sells to work. Um, she works for an electrical co-op, which is um, really great, I guess. Uh, Electricity is good. You're getting some <laughs> feedback from the children that are locked up in this dungeon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. You, you guys heard the kids too, right? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> there's kids i'm uh, also an illusion yeah um, it might be haunted but please go ahead uh no so uh one of the the, the traditions we started is we'll go to st louis um on new year's eve and, and this this last year we actually went the night before new year's eve um and there's this bar there called the armory that had just opened up it's the st louis armory they've refurbished this building it's huge it's gigantic and it's the largest bar in missouri and i, I would almost argue it's probably one of the largest bars in the united states and uh it's really cool there's this giant teeter-totter i've got a video of my big ass going way up in the air on it they've got um giant chest giant cornhole they've got soccer inside they've got bleachers up top they've got this huge screen led Jesus. screen i mean it is you really should google it the armory st louis if you get a st louis it's amazing so we're, okay. we're in there we're partying partying and um Knowing that we need to save ourselves a little bit because tomorrow, the next day, is New Year's Eve, and typically that's when we're going to go out and get wrecked. And uh, this year, our buddy Frank came with us, and Frank is always a good time. Um, Frank, I met Frank when he was a regular, and I was the manager at the bar that he would attend. Uh, attend like it's a class. Um, and so, yeah, giving him a ride home a few times from the bar, and uh, we have anyway. I digress. So we're having a good time. Um, we're getting drunk at St. Louis. And, uh, you know, I'm getting hungry. We're getting wasted. Um, really craving some White Castle. Um, I don't know if you guys ever had White Castle. Oh, it's yes. like a oh, Missouri yes. staple. So we made our way back to the hotel where we had purchased a suitcase of White Castle sliders. Nice. And <laughs> decided to, to chow down on um, as many as we could possibly fit into our mouths. Um, this is before we headed to... Another casino, as we do in St. Louis, there's several casinos along the river. Um, and, you know, I'm not much of a gambler. My friends that I'm with love to, to gamble. They're good at it. I guess it is a skill. And uh, they often win money where I tend to just give it away. So, you know, I'm bored in there and I'm not playing. So I'm just sitting at the bar drinking while they're winning money and, you know, doing $10, $20 bets. You know, they're they're having a good time. And... Um, we decide, you know, it's getting close. It's like two in the morning, three in the morning. You can, you know, the casinos, they just serve all night. They never stop serving. Right. And uh, I'm like, we got to go. You know, this is this is too much. We'd, we'd made some friends. We're, we're getting a little rowdy in the casino. So we decided we're going to we're going to make our way and walk back down uh, to our hotel, um, which is right next to the St. Louis Arch. We can see it from our hotel window. Beautiful view uh, during the day. At night, you really can't see much. Um, and, and anyway, we're making our way back and we stumble upon, uh, the Cardinal, um, piercing and tattoo shop, um, which is open 24 hours apparently. Um, you know, and, and we decide Amy, Amy and, um, Frank and I and Jamie, you know, J Jamie and Frank, they, we're going to go get tattoos. So we stumble in, they're getting their tattoos. They picked out what they wanted. They're getting them lined up and, um, you know, they're over giving me a hard time because I am not a man that wants tattoos. Um, I, I just fear that as my body continues to stretch out, so would the tattoos. And, you know, you'd have some, <laughs> right. you know, anthropomorphic figure on your body that's not <laughs> intended to be what it is. Your butterfly turns into a pterodactyl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's spot on. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they're in there giving me a hard time. They're like, come on, man, what is it going to take? Let's get you a tattoo. I'll pay for it. Come on, come on, come on. I'm like, no, 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 it's permanent. You know, they're like, okay, well. Why don't we get a piercing? You know, you can take a piercing out. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll get my ear pierced. That's not that's not too bad. I can take that out as soon as you get home. You know, whatever. Oh no 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 no. Let's get your nipples pierced. And I'm like, I can't. Yes. You know, I'm wearing dress shirts all the time. I've got man boobs. My nipples already stick out as much as it is, and I'm right. just like, this is. I can't do that, you guys. Um, and so so the guy says, well, what do you think about getting a Prince Albert? <laughs> and I'm like, what's well, a Prince Albert? <laughs> and uh, he has his little portfolio, his binder full of uh, pretty much pornographic <laughs> material almost at this point of the different piercings they offer. And uh, in my drunk mind, I say, hey, a Prince Albert. You know, why not? Oh, my God. Um, I don't ever want to have one stream of piss again in my life. I want it to be everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're intoxicated and your stomach's full of White Castle... You do things that um, you regret, and uh, I let them talk me into getting what the Cardinal Piercing and Tattoo calls the St. Louis Arch. <laughs> um, it is a curved piercing that they put through the tip of your manhood and um, clips together at the end. So, you know, it's it's like 3 in the morning at this point, and 
I am bleeding and crying and drunk <laughs> and uh, throwing up White Castle in the streets of St. Louis as we try to walk back to our hotel. Um, the next morning, it's you know it's New Year's Eve. We have a two two and a half hour three hour car drive back to BFE Missouri, where Jamie lives. And um, suffice to say, the rest of the trip was fucking awful. Um, you can't just take it out; you have to let it heal. And uh, oh, shit. so we, I, four weeks with oh, uh, it in a saline solution, <laughs> and you know, um, I now have a marking for life to remember my time in St. Louis. So I have my own St. Louis arch piercing. Uh, I gotta tell you, I'm shocked that you started off by saying my friend Amy. <laughs> that bitch wouldn't be my friend ever again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm I'm very particular about. Uh, we actually live together. She's my roommate. We're 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 good pals. Yeah. Still, S- still, you know, um, it's Ooh. it's made for a conversation starter, yeah, to no say shit. the least. Um, <laughs> you know, usually when again you're drunk and uh, hey, what's that you got going on there, buddy? And uh, yeah, I like the fact you're scared of a midget, but someone putting a needle through your penis, they're like, eh. You know, the commonality of these tattoo shops um, was that they do tattoos and not that they had midgets working at them. So (laughs) I was I was not scared away. Um, And, and, you know, maybe it was my way of, uh, you know, know, taking care of my midgets. Yeah. (laughs) Dealing with your trauma by showing (laughs) that I'm via dominance. You're stronger than your own little guy. Yeah. uh, Prince Albert's just a a bar, right? It's just a bar. right? It's just a heavy ring. the uh, I think it's ring. The, the Jacob's Ladder, which is also a photo that I saw that night. Electricity? No, it's um, it is little. So like, no, it's I, a oh. bar all the way up. No man. Yeah, no, no that for sure not. Um, I really none of I shouldn't have done either of them. Yeah, so um, agreed. But I'll tell you what, I I can put it back in. Do you still have and it? And I do. And the the ladies dig it. I'm so excited that here on the Bullhooker podcast, we could break that Andrew has a Prince Albert dick piercing. Yeah. You know, my thing is, um, even if this is taken out of context and this is the lie, that <laughs> sentence still exists. Uh, people in uh, Watapuka Walla Walla. Walla, uh, are going to be like, he's judging us, but yet uh, scared of midgets and has a hole in his dick. Yeah. A, two a, holes. An extra hole yeah. in his dick. Yeah. No. That's great. <laughs> it gets the job done, you know. <laughs> what job are they going As to do? A, a electrician work? Is it plumbing? What jobs are you doing? It involves it? plumbing in, in some form. <laughs> you know, as they would say on Ghostbusters, you don't cross the streams, and um, it makes for a fun game when you go to the urinal. Oh, you don't cross the streams. It, it, it comes can. out. Yeah, no, yeah. It's got a bar it's in the way. Like, it's, it's more like junctions. It's, yeah, it's like one goes out, and one goes. That's down. the shittiest water slide. I knew a guy in Pueblo that got the Prince Albert, and it didn't stay in there for long. From what I understand. No shit. Yeah, no. I like I said, they they told me. Uh, I had to let it heal, and um, saline solution stings, and uh, yeah. you don't use body wash with, like, special soaps and scents. You use the, the cheapest hand soap, and <laughs> you don't touch it. You don't. You don't. You do not touch it. You know what? If that's true, you're you're, you're more of a man than I am, that's Andrew. So that's... many questions. Yeah. They just keep popping up, but I'm like, how deep do we go into Do the Houghtons know right? that you have this tattoo or this piercing? Uh, they do it, now. It's a family thing, actually. We all um, the jockeys they used to use it to latch onto the horse. No, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I uh, I was excited there for a second. Me too. This, me this too. Is a family I've told thing? I've told my sisters about it, but um, and my mom will probably watch this. Hey, so she knows now too. Um, he also said it gets the job done. Yeah, your little boy's having sex. Just so you know, we have proof. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and videos. <laughs> Randy Chuggis in the room. That's uh, right. <laughs> well, what do you think about that one, Matt? Um, <laughs> I I love learning new things about you, Andrew. And I'm I, a complex I find You are, and that is something that is abundantly clear, and I'm very excited about it. The other thing that I'm thinking is all the horrible uh, attachments and things you can do to expand this. And I'm wondering, have you ever done anything like that? Like chains or like additional piercings no. or things? Uh, it's a very sensitive area, to no, say the least. No shit. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, like... You know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to desensitize. You're losing stuff. It really is is interesting. Um, it's 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 an enhancer for a lot of things. Believe hmm. it or not. Thank you so much. I for don't this. use it all the time. 
Um, and that's the beauty is you can take it out. You you know, it's like a, a prosthetic arm you can <laughs> attach whenever you feel like particular yeah. utilities. Yeah. Okay. Why not? I have a trailer. I can't. I can't hold a pencil. Well, I probably could hold a pencil with it. You know, I've never tried. I have a trailer uh, for DJing that I, I, I have to hook to a uh, to a uh, ball yeah. on my truck, and that's frustrating as shit to hook up. I can only imagine what you do with that. No Like, way. how much patience uh, you got to figure. Plus, I'm a fat guy, so I can't see it to begin with, so I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You lay on your back. Hold that up real quick. Go, and lay back. Reach it. Let your gut sink into you. Um, okay. That... Uh, we don't even need to do the last story. I think we've hit the pinnacle. Um, yeah. You know what I love about this podcast the most? <laughs> over 115 episodes. Yeah. Uh, you and I don't know each other real well. But, no, uh, I only, like I said, I only recently learned that your name is Larry. Yeah. I really only knew you as Moose. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when you texted me there, I was like, who the fuck is Larry? It's weird because he only knew you as Albert. And that's crazy <laughs> yeah, how that rumor yeah. got around. Yeah. I, uh, but the thing I love about it is I, I've learned so much about people I've known for my whole life. Yeah, yeah. They've come on this place, and I, I joke around. I say Matt and I become like people's priests because they start confessing all kinds of shit to <laughs> for us. For real, wow, man. I mean, how many times have they said something? We're like, we. How many times have you been floored on this podcast? Seriously, every time I'm on. Yeah. yeah, every time I'm on, somebody somebody says something that I go, I not only would I never have guessed that about anybody, but it's it's usually <laughs> well, and, and I, I hey, I think being brave on a podcast, this is a space to do it. Yeah. If you're willing to share that kind of stuff to us, that's an honor, man. You know, I've always said I'm an open book. People just gotta ask the question. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry that we never thought to ask, is your dick pierced? But yeah. um, now we know. <laughs> it's, and so we can ask. Exactly. Yeah. And now I hope you'll feel comfortable asking other people, too. I um, think I will find it in my heart to just this is, naturally business networking, walk and be like, hi, it's nice to meet you. My name is Matt, representative for Voss. Uh, is your dick pierced? You know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just this jump right a, in. I found, I, I, you know, working for a board. I know you work for a board yeah. as well. Um, and they're going to love this. You've been on boards, and usually you have like an onboarding matrix. You ask them a bunch of questions mm-hmm. to get to know them. This is a great question you can put on your questionnaire to, to get to know members. your board members. Yeah, and Are your genitals pierced? Exactly. If so, please draw on the diagram. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Hey, shout out Brush Chamber board members. I'm really sorry I'm talking to Andrew today. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, great story, by the way. If that's if that's the true one, I really hope it's uh, true. I, you know what? I always tell you, there's one I always want to be true. Yeah, that's the one, and that is the one I want to be it's true. Not, so. I did, it's going to be the lie, though. I'll put money on it. Yeah, I don't know. That's what that, a bombshell. That's a, I mean, an amazing bombshell. Okay, that's we, a hell of a bombshell. Here's the deal: this podcast, though. Uh, there's been so many times that the most outrageous story, and you know this, yes. is the true one. Yes. There's been so many times someone's coming on, I'm like, no, no freaking way, man. And it's true. And it's true. Yeah. And it catches me, man. So I, it, this, that's what makes this podcast truly tough. It oh, makes it hard. It. So I love it. One more story, man. What is it? Uh, large pizza, extra meth. All right. <laughs> um. All right. So I think everybody at one point in their life works fast food. Of course. And in high school, yeah. I, uh, I worked two different fast food jobs, Taco John's and uh, Domino's Pizza. Um, at What you will find at fast food restaurants is uh, drug addicts galore. That is, um, it's entry-level work, and they can get the job done. Uh, so working at Domino's, it's, it's my second job not working for my parents. My parents owned a business, and I'd worked for them for a long time. And um, it, my two really good friends, uh, Sierra and Chantrice, worked there. And uh, they, what's, yeah, what's up, Sierra and Chantrice? <laughs> Chantrice? How's it going? Shout out to our. We call ourselves the Dama Hose. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, Hose yeah. up in the house. Yeah. So uh, you know, they get me the job there, and it's my first day on the job, and we're just we're <clears> fucking <throat> around. We're not getting anything done, you know. And I'm like, here I am, you know, trying to be all proper and, and you know impress my bosses and yeah. Um, it's getting to the end of the night and, uh, they've been training me all night and and it's Sierra, our manager tells Sierra, Hey, uh, go show him how to mop. And I'm like, how do you not know how to mop? You know? So Sierra takes me back. We're going to mop the employee bathroom in the back. And that's where inside the employee bathroom, there's a bunch of coat hooks. It's where I'll put our coats in and there's backpacks on there and purses and shit. And, um, we go back there and she... We go to the bathroom, and she slams the door shut, and she locks it. She says, okay, our manager, Dylan, he is a meth addict. We're sure of it. We can't prove it. We want to get him fired. Um, That's his backpack. Go through it. Take pictures of what you find. I'll be back to check on you. And she leaves me with the mop and and rushes out. Um, Coward. And I'm just like, 
whoa, you know, this is my first day here. I'm going, I'm going to have to go through this guy's backpack and, uh, okay. All right. I'm up for the challenge. So I start going through it and, uh, sure enough, you know, he's got bags of meth. He's got pre-rolled joints. He's got the tools to get it done. Blowtorch. He had a little mirror in there that he could put it on. I mean, like it was a really, you know, you remember the backpacks from school that had a spot for like your pencil Oh yeah, and you know, all he had something in each of those pockets ready to go for his his meth kit. You invited him to St. Louis. And, uh, yeah. Um, and that's where I'm at. The love of my life. No. Um, this is the real St. Louis-style pizza. Uh, no. So, you know, we're going through it. And I'm, you know, I'm freaking out. I've got, my time is limited. They're going to be like, how long has he been mopping in that bathroom? It's not very big. Right, right. So I'm taking pictures. You know, I'm trying to hold it and take pictures and put it back where I got it to make sure. And I'm like shit if this guy gets arrested so i'm like sitting there rubbing off the my fingerprints and um you know it's it's so i get out and you know keep keep mopping they come out to check on me you know like did you get it i'm like yeah so get done with the night we all carpool home and uh we're going through the photos i'm showing them i'm like oh my god what are we gonna do and they're like we gotta send to our boss the main manager you know and so uh you know we we send it in and um she doesn't do anything. She goes, you can't go through people's shit. <laughs> what are you thinking? And then she goes, and you, it's your first day. What are you doing, dude? What I was told to do. And I was like, oh, she was training me. I figured that's how we mopped the bathroom. Um, <laughs> go through people's purses, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, can't get him fired. Uh, so I c- continue to work on there, work there. And uh, this guy is really just a piece of work. This, this methy Dylan. And... Um, you know, he he just always a pain in the ass. We're working late nights, you know, working weekends, busy. It's, Domino's is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Taco John's, we were just throwing shit into a taco shell, wrapping it up and sending it out. But here you got to stretch the dough. You got to weigh out your toppings. You know, it's it was it was time consuming. You get pretty tired. And, you know, for a fat, lazy boy, it was it was work. It was a lot of work. Right. So, you know, things progress and, um, you know, you get to know people. And uh, Dylan is not the only drug addict that works at Domino's. Um, Shocker. And and believe it or not, a lot of drug addicts shop at Domino's. They they order their pizza from Domino's. And so we're, we're there's a big group of us working one night and you know, we this guy's on it. He's definitely high at work. And um, we're starting, you know, we're getting suspicious that his buddies keep coming in and they would walk up to the glass where you could watch him, you know, make pizzas and he's standing there. And he'd be like, hey, I need somebody to take over. And then he would, the guy would leave and they'd go around back and meet. And we're, you know, we're, this guy is selling drugs out of the Domino's. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. getting high at work and he's selling drugs. Out. And, and, you know, the night continues. This guy's getting more erratic. He's on it. So, I, you know, we're assuming he's going outside. He's like, hey, try this. You know, smoke a little bit of my meth. You know, call it good. I'll sell it to you. Um, and then he doesn't come back. And, and we're like, where'd he go? This is the boss. He's got the keys. You know, we need him to do stuff. And um, he gone. And so we go out back where he parked his car in the back of the building in between Domino's and the railroad track. And, um, which, you know, that's a dead giveaway of where you should sell drugs. And um, <laughs> he, his car is there. He's gone, though. We're looking for him. We're like, where the f- this guy got murdered. He's he's gone for sure. We're, we're we're sure of it. This guy's. But you get rid of him. That was the whole point, right? You know, that was the thought. So, yeah, yeah. well, we're you know we're trying to call our our main <clears throat> manager. She's not picking up. It's late at night. We're trying to. Well, maybe we'll call the owners. You know, and uh, the owner is a state senator out of uh, the Denver area, and uh, you know nobody's answering their phone. <laughs> Do we call the cops? Like. And the other employees that are on meth are like, no, you don't call the cops, dumbass. We all lose our job. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, we're freaking out. We're just like, okay. So we, we're just starting to get stuff ready to close up. You know, we lock the front door and um, we're, we're just kind of mopping. We're just like, shit, dude. You know, all of a sudden we hear the back door just kicks open, slams against the wall. And in walks Dylan. His eyes are glazed. He's just sprawled out. This guy went on a wild ride. Um, and he comes in and he's yelling at us, get this done. Get out of here. What are you still doing here? Da, 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 da. 
And it turns out into an, an all-out battle. So, you know, he's screaming at us. The the other drug addicts are screaming at him. There's the three high school kids working. They're like, what the fuck is going on here? Is this normal? You know, is this what we can expect out of adulthood? Right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it was bad. So it ends, you know, they're, they're screaming at each other. Um, the other shift manager guy and him just are going at it. And he says, the shift manager looks at us and he says, Everybody grab your shit. We're out of here. And we left. Uh, there's still two hours left in the shift. We said, figure it the fuck out yourself. And we walked yeah. out. And um, the guy uh, was um, fired. And uh, actually, soon, soon after, this lady had come in with all these bank statements. And she lays out her bank statements on the counter. And is like, you guys have been stealing from me. And what it turns out is... Uh, he was going in and changing the tip amount on this gal oh, and keeping the tips for himself. Shit. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, um, he worked the last night. And that was, <laughs> you know, that was our large pizza side of math. Yeah. How long, how long ago was this? Uh, not that long ago. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, it's been about eight, you know, six, seven years. Eight. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that was like, you know, my first, first job out of the roost. And, uh, you know, lots of experiences, learning how to work with people, and, um, you know, there's always opportunities to let your entrepreneurial spirit shine. <laughs> That's one really good way to put it. So. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Chamber director training coming in. Yep. The yeah. clutch yep. right yeah, there. That's right. Yes. You want to pierce their heart. <laughs> what, what do you think about that one, Matt? Um, Sorry, I interrupted Voss time. No, no, no. That was, no, no, no. It was uh, the drink break featuring Voss, uh, Norwegian artesian water. I'm a sponsor for Voss. Uh, Is it artesian or artesian? Artesian. Um, I like that better. Yeah, yeah, it does it's, sound fancy. It, it's garden hose. I bought them that bottle like six months ago. Oh, so yeah. you don't know. And if is it's it? Garden it's hose. Norwegian. Is it, it also is shows it water. Hey, not only vata. is the water delicious, but also the reusable bottle is a good sell as well. Here's my question: Why are there nutritional facts on the water bottle? Because they add a special blend of salt. Because it's a. Uh, it's a food product, so they have to have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That fair wasn't enough. nearly as exciting. What did yeah. I think of that story? Yeah. Uh, echoes a lot of my experience in fast food, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, but I also hope that it's true because it's I want believable I enough. want Andrew's dick to be pure so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, more than I've wanted anything in a really long time. Do you have, uh, one, do you have one in mind? Yeah. Me too. Uh, absolutely. Me too. All right. Uh, before we go any further, though, I do want to say uh, we take a quick moment uh, to uh, highlight one of our vendors upstairs. So we're going to watch this quick video. Hi, my name is Suri Guzman. My name is Jose Guzman. And we're the owners of Guzman Boots. We're located here at the Brush Emporium at 210 Clayton Street in Brush, Colorado. We um, have men, women, and some kid boots. They all come from Leon, Guanajuato. We also carry um, belt buckles, wallets, and phone cases as well. If you do need a special order, we can also special order any kind of boot in the size uh, that you would like. You can also find us on Facebook under Guzman Boots if you have any questions. Also, um, you can send us a message or call the Brush Emporium or talk with the front office and they can let us know. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. So that's the video. Please make sure you check it out. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great stuff up there. Uh, please support small business. And uh, while you're at it, if you like what you see or like what you've heard so far, hit that subscribe button. It's in the bottom right hand corner. It's a little red dot on the right, right bottom hand corner of the screen, and it's a uh, nailing it. You know, it's a small click for you, but it's a big click for us. So we you. really appreciate. It's a small <laughs> click for you, but a big piercing for Andrew. <laughs> Did I steal your thunder? No, no, no. It's good. I just wanted to say it. I don't care if it ends up in it. I just was thinking it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, he's throwing up the meatball. He's throwing up the meatball. He didn't let me say it. Oh, See, that's how I cock blocked him. That's how I feel. Uh, that's how I get down. That cock blocking brought to you by Voss, artesian water. <laughs> and also, no matter where you're listening to it on, please artesian. make sure you're rating and review. So, all right, Matt, are you ready to guess? I am. All right, Andrew, when we pick who has to uh, go first in the guessing, we rock, paper, scissors. Do you? Uh, how do you rock, paper, scissors? Do you do uh, rock, paper, scissors or rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Ooh, I do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, the right way. Man, no. I gotta be honest. I think four pumpers are kicking our asses here. The right so, way. Uh, that's the wrong way, but it doesn't no. make sense. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But, uh, well, it does because it's not called. Do you, do you do three, two, one, go, or three, go, two, boom. one, and it just starts at? He's one. just boom, one, boom, two, boom. go. Oh. He doesn't do the three. You know, I know why because it's called rock, paper, scissors, not rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So, all right. Anyway, great. Not with that attitude. I'm oh, not. come on now. Damn it. Bah! Bah! All right. 
You see those eight-inch pythons? I do. All right. Three great stories. Large pizza, extra meths, my St. Louis arch, and alarm by a little person. So <laughs> I think the alarm by a little person is a true story. Um, that's probably going to bite me in the ass. I think it's a true story. Like Matt was saying, you had uh, a lot of passion behind that. Uh, large pizza with extra meth. That's also, I think, a true story because it's a shared, ex- not exactly a shared experience, but I've worked fast food for many years. So I, I've worked at the winners of the world. So, and I was one of the winners of the world. So uh, my St. Louis Arch, uh, I got to be honest, the reason I'm picking that is because that's a pretty ballsy move, not that you don't have any balls. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you also said not earlier, pierced. you said earlier how you would not like to be in trouble. You, neither do I. I'm the same way. So I think that would be something, even if you were hammered and drunk on uh, White Castle burgers, I think that would be uh, completely made up. So I'm guessing that one. What do you got, Matt? Large pizza, extreme, or extra, I almost said extreme meth, which does sound fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. That one rings true in my, my detectors. Uh, alarmed by a little person also seems true. Uh, Andrew, you do seem like the kind of person who's scared of little people. Um, the tough part for me is I so badly want you to have your dick pierced that I don't want to select this as the lie. Gotcha. But I believe it is the lie, which is unfortunate. Now, again, I would be absolutely ecstatic if I was wrong. Like one of those were taking an L, I'll eat the L all day to know that Andrew has a St. Louis arch on his Thunderdome. So I'm picking my St. Louis Arch. We're we're going to team up on this one. Rarely, if ever, but it just it was such a. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's not the first time my St. Louis Arch has been teamed up on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. All right, man, let's check it out. What's your right. important? It is St. Louis uh, Arch. It was too good. It was too good. My yeah. other stories yeah. pale in comparison. Right. right. Um, but I did come up with that on the spot. I thought I, I had just the right amount of details. You did. It was a lot of detail. It was, it was goodly detailed. Good, well detailed. I, I think well. I might have. I, I wouldn't have picked it if you would have got your nipples pierced. But yeah. when you did, the the dick made it that's such a, a level of extreme that I'm like, right. okay, that's. You're an extreme fellow. But I, I have not encountered that no, level of I would extreme. never get a piercing nacho like that. I, I've actually never been to St. Louis. Oh wow! So we no, didn't that's read not that true. bit. No, I, I have yeah. been to St. Louis. Oh, twice. we faked this out. Um, this guy. Yeah, no, it, it was a made-up story. Uh, we did go to St. Louis. I did not drink that much. Uh, the Armory is a real place, and um, I'm sure there is a cardinal piercing and tattoo. Oh, I'm sure uh, there is. You even came up we with didn't. a name. I did. That's impressive. Yes, yeah, it is impressive. yes. Like the that. continuity was spot on. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. You know, I'm glad I could lie to you guys a little bit. Well, no, and the thing is too that <laughs> story, personality-wise, is such. A different contrast than the other two. You know what I mean? Just, uh, yeah. I mean, I think Cut Loose Andrew is capable of that. Sure, I think Cut Loose Andrew is. Off, no, 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 I'm saying like I've screen, seen, I've seen Matt, Cut Loose Andrew. Matt and is I, one of the few people he has actually seen me at my most intoxicated. Yeah, I could see him doing that, legit, mm. and then being like, "Dude, fuck, I got a dick piercing yesterday," <laughs> and that's why I was so conflicted. It's just in, it, more than anything in comparison to the other stories. Now, if there was another extreme story, I know like, I should have. It, it would have been so difficult to pick between them. Yeah. So, so, uh, alarmed by a little person is a true story. Yes. It is a true story. Uh, um, terrified, literally snot dripping down my nose. The the crossing guard lady being like, it's okay. The midget's still coming down. Um, Mark <laughs> Huff over there like, what's going on? Um, right. You know, interestingly enough, so Mark lost in the wintertime. He had lost his key fob in the snow. And the when they came and plowed his parking lot every day, they just pushed it up into that pile. So the dirt pile, we found oh. that key fob in there. And he's like, I've been looking for it, so please thank your son. Um, and, yeah, my parents tortured me about it. Um, they continue to bring up that story all the time. Um, yeah, it was it, – it's, it's very traumatic. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, both the guys that stood on the porch of the tattoo shop and screamed at us and then chased us down are dead. So great! Wow, I, I win. Um, and, right. uh, I, I win. I win. I think yeah. so. That's the moral of the story. Um, and yeah, the mess story absolutely true. Um, he, that guy's probably still around. I should have changed names for uh, legal reasons. Like um, <laughs> the name you used is his actual name, <laughs> and he works at Wendy's. <laughs> I can't. Wait. I, I don't think, think he does anymore. Uh, um, <laughs> but I don't think he's gonna hunt you down in Wickapucka. Alabama. He might, he, he might be from there. But it's very, you know, <laughs> just, who knows? I'm so pissed I can't get Baconators anymore without yeah. having to sprinkle meth in it. Like, that's you know what? Dang it. Sometimes you need to stay awake, man. That's you know fair. I mean? 
sometimes the you need freshest to meth. The you late know, night baconator. You, you can tell it's fresh because it's cut into a square. And yeah. not, ah, you yeah. know, just like yeah. the patties. Yeah. Just, just like the patties. <laughs> sometimes you need to clean the house, man. You know what I mean? Oh, and, my God. I love so, it. Man, Andrew, thank you so much for coming Absolutely. on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, now I know that you like poop stories. I should have told my poop story. Is it a long one? It's a quick one. I can make it quick. Let's do it. All right. I want to hear it. All right. So I worked at a hotel in Gunnison, Colorado. And a, kind of a boutique hotel, you know, not really like a, you know, you just kind of stop in the night and stay. It's kind of you're planning out your trip to stay there. It's a little bit more expensive. And we had these traveling nurses that would stay with us. And uh, there was this set of them that stayed together. They'd always come. And they were um, very heavy set people, uh, morbidly obese for sure. I don't know how they could do a nursing job like that considering mm-hmm. you have to take care of people. And, you know, it <laughs> involves a lot of work. Um and uh, we we also didn't know if they were husband and wife or brother and sister. The way they interacted, it was really hard to tell. Mm. Um, and, and anyway, so they they were they would get a two queen room. They each sleep in a different bed, so that was hard, you know, because they couldn't fit in a king size bed together. So right. it was a toss up. Anyway, Jesus. It, they the last time they stayed with us, they they slept in the room. Whatever they get, they checked out early. Uh, didn't stay for breakfast. Just kind of rushed out. Right. You know, usually they'd stay, they'd talk, you know, they stayed there often. We talked to them, they were regulars. And um, our housekeeping ladies, these two really short, borderline little person, but they weren't, so I wasn't too scared of them. Um, they didn't speak a lick of English, and uh, one of them comes in just crying. <laughs> And we're like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Did you get attacked by a dog in a room? Like, and she, you know, she's talking really fast. I don't speak any Spanish. And she's like, please come here. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the room with them and the bed is just covered in excrement. Just shit from headboard to foot. Um, There's a pile of towels in front of the sink, just covered in shit. The room stinks. Um, Did this look like intentional or an accident? I believe what we gathered is that one of the individuals shit themselves sleeping, rolled around in it. Um, because they were, you know, morbidly obese, they're smeared it around the sheets and oh. not knowing that it's happening. And it was, yeah, um, yeah. and then they got into the shower and tried to wash themselves off. And very large people. It was an older hotel, and the showers weren't very big. Oh, um, so they gave themselves. <laughs> the other one would have had to help the one covered in shit, like with a sponge bath, pretty much, and use the towels and. Um, we attempted to call them and let them know we were going to be charging them the damage deposit on the room. Um, and uh, those poor ladies had to clean up that mess. Um, we, we gave them a little cash tip uh, as a thank you for taking care of it. Threw the sheets and towels away. Didn't even try to clean them, of course. Yeah, um, yeah I had to let the room air out. We have these things called osium uh, yeah, yeah. cleaners. And so like when somebody smokes in the room or you know is really stinky, you put these in the room and it... And you can't go in there. It really just cycles through the air. We had to run that several days. Uh, it it was disgusting. Um, wow. And, and those poor ladies. Um, yeah. It, it was nasty. Uh, they never came back. We never heard from them. Um, their card declined continuously, and we were never actually able to charge them the damage <laughs> deposit. <laughs> so it was a loss for us. Um, and uh, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> Poor Alma and her sister Odelia had to clean that up. I Those poor ladies. I am so excited for these people to be living in Alabama. Like it's, they are going to be there already. <laughs> be there. I live They're in their see town. Them have that like Spider Man meme, both pointing at each other and be like, "I remember you." Or they're going to be on your board of directors. Oh, oh God. gosh! Oh no! Love, all right, so they see you for the first time ever, and they walk up to you and they do like the little nudge, nudge, and they go, "We're just going to give you a little shit," and then walk. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I know what like, you did I last summer. I know you. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right, Andrew. Thank you so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I want to wish you the best of luck, man. Thank you. When are you when are you officially taking off? You know, I am leaving on the 18th. My last day at work is the 15th, and leaving a few short days after that on the 18th. So you got a place down there yet? I do. You know, I've got quite the digs, and uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm very very much counting down the days and mm-hmm. anxiously awaiting being able to go exciting uh, one thing i do want to ask real quick dgtv did it help them down there did it actually did um i think our community our county wide has a lot to look forward to um you know it actually their downtown reminds me more so of brushes downtown than mm-hmm. fort morgan's downtown a lot of smaller little buildings um, fort morgan it has huge uh spaces that are empty and it's hard to put one business in that huge of a space mm-hmm. um so they you know they went from having a com- almost a completely empty downtown area 
20, 20 plus vacant spaces. Uh, when I went down there in February to check it out, they had zero vacant buildings. That's amazing. Nice. Um, they're downtown. They, the city has earned so much in tax revenue based off of the tourism. They were able to redo their entire main street, new sidewalks, new brickwork. Um, it, it, it's so picturesque and so beautiful. They have done so well with their investment. Uh, and I encourage, uh, you know, our local community leaders to, to really be wise with what they do with it and uh, encourage downtown growth. That is That is what uh, you know, furthers your city is focusing on the downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the exterior growth will come with that. Uh, but when you lose focus of your downtown and your main street, it 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 will fizzle. So, um, yeah, I think I think our communities have a lot to benefit from, uh, a lot to look forward to. I know my office has been extremely busy with tourists, and we're only two mm-hmm. episodes into this thing. Right. Um, so I, I think we have a lot to look forward to this summer, and uh, our community is finally uh, Morgan County as a whole. The different towns here have always been doing the good work to make mm-hmm. good things happen. We finally have the platform to show the world that. Um, and so I encourage people to keep doing what they're doing, keep these business owners in business, you know, shop local. And uh, I think we'll be able to experience what they've done down there. That's really cool, man. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Casey from uh, Casey's Graphics told me she went to Zazzy's one day. Yeah. And uh, just a group of people walked in there from they wherever they came from. They drove miles and miles just to come yeah. check it out because they saw it on TV. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, yeah. the show hadn't even aired yet, and there was a couple that's their diehard HGTV fans flew out here from Nova Scotia, Canada. Just to see it, they hadn't even—they don't even know what the projects were. Haven't even seen the show, and they were so excited they flew out here. That's nuts. Um, you know, the, this last weekend, Mosquito Delicacies was the ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were featured on the show. Uh, Gloria said she showed up the one day. They opened at noon, and she was there early to get open. And uh, they had a line of nineteen people waiting outside for them to open. Incredible. That's nuts. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely. And this amazing. is and and what I tell people is this is the tip of the iceberg. Wait till it's done airing. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when the diehard fans are going to come out. Right. They, they won't. They're, they'll wait to see it all so they can come and, and you know, feel it, feel its presence. Yeah, and part of it. And it, it is a trickle down. The communities around Wetumpka have benefited. Um, they see sustainable tourism, and uh, I think Brush has a lot to expect from that as well. So I'm really excited to see what that does for the county as a whole. Hell right. yeah. Right. Yeah, it'll be cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you, man. So Thank you. Once again, man, good luck, dude. I appreciate it. I, yeah. yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Found it out, man. Yeah. That's what happens when you're good at your job, Matt. But uh, anyway, (laughs) thank you so much, guys. Uh, We'll catch you next time on Moose Lundstrom. And I would like to give a shout out to Voss Artesian Norwegian Water. I'm also Matt Gordon. And I'm Randy Jones. Thanks, Dad. Peace.